brother. Hey, what up, Big P? How you? I'm good. How are you? Man, I am pretty good, my man. Making it through the day. Today's kind of kind of hectic, but it's all right. I can barely hear you. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like low. What about now? A little bit better. Just you know a little what? bit. <laughs> Look, I know, right? Look, look, hey, that part. Right. <laughs> you know but see, you can only get me faintly. Yeah, it's kind of low. Huh. Let me kind of see something. Make sure I get this right so y'all can hear us. Uh, we working with y'all. Y'all working with it. Y'all just bear with us a little bit. But we, we getting it there. <laughs> right. How about now? Nah, I was about to say. Nah, yeah. Hey, well, let me trick my connections. Make sure you straight. Make sure you straight. No. So basically, it's me, y'all. It's it's me, y'all. Is what you're saying, P. Is what that's what you like. I'm. I'm. I can hear hear you, so we'll make it work. All right. As long as you can hear me, then we're good. Um, and we'll get our, our our guests on the line as soon as we can. Uh, welcome to the Ball and Gems podcast. I am your co-host, Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. And I'm your other co-host, Prince Bailey from Ball and Prep. Together we rock as the Ball and Gems podcast duel. And we heading to the West Coast, baby. Yeah, to the West, man. (laughs) To the West, my brother, to the West. Going to the left coast. You know what? Uh, Good good friend of ours, good friend of the program. And going to be happy to uh, catch up and and tap in and see what's going with him and his family and the program and, and his plans going forward as they navigate their way um through COVID and into the, the upcoming season. No doubt. No doubt. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be good, good, man. What's the latest and the greatest, Pete? Man, it's just irritated, but you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get some good eats in? No, it's probably part of look that might have been tributing to my now, see, there, there it is. Now see, I, I didn't figure it out for you, man. That that's why we get to work as a duo and a tandem. It's, it's things like it's the quality <laughs> I provide like that. You know, you know. Right. <laughs> I, I can kind of figure <laughs> out, you know, how to fix some things, man. You gotta get some good grub, man. You must yeah, be, I know. You I, must I be it. solo today. What what why? You must be because she oh. be taking care of you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway, y'all um, first of all thank you to some of the fire guests that we've had um, this week uh, Serena King Coleman from Fayetteville State University um, she, she got it done uh, John Lucas uh, that was electrifying um, who else we didn't have on here that just absolutely ripped it to shreds this week everybody i mean just just some amazing guests uh you know who you missed because you actually had to do some real work <laughs> <laughs> was hina pow pow man she was dude she was a ball of energy oh, oh no dude that that's tahina that's that's pow pow like that's that yeah. that's who she is so she's like um we talked to, we talked about you too i want you to know she's remarkable she's know. remarkable man that that yeah. she, she's just a remarkable individual uh, we're talking about Tahina Pow Pow, uh, 2020, uh, Oregon signee. You know, she she was locked in. And uh, with that said, our guest is here. Um, we got him locked on. It's hard to get this brother, man. We we got a better chance of getting Barack 
on the oh, podcast. Stop and, it. You know, <laughs> we got St. Mary's College head women's basketball coach Paul Thomas has joined the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, my man. Um, all my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Man, it's it's a pleasure, man. How 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 you and the lady and the kids and the and the program navigating through through COVID nineteen so far? Well, uh, thanks for asking. We are doing uh, well. You know, it's the the biggest thing is, is that uh, there's been no contact. You know, physical contact workouts with mm-hmm. the team. Um, this would be um, our last week of uh, training. So we that's been the biggest thing. Uh, other than that, you know, you I could wouldn't want to. Are we still good? Yeah, we got you. Got yeah, you. I- okay. Um, I, it's, you know, a lot of, uh, well, it's more phone calling, more FaceTiming, more Zooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say Zoom is the real MVP right about now. Yeah, yeah. Zoom is the real MVP right now, indeed. <laughs> indeed, they have uh, they've done a good job of uh, of changing our life's course, I believe. Uh, mm. And you can bet on it. There's going to be some competitors that uh, that are they're going to start up from this. That they're going to change the landscape of that as well. <clears throat> They always do, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> look, and Coach, look, you got, um, I believe, about eight more victories to 500 in your career that spans over 25 years. I forgot the exact year, but over 25 years. Talk about how you broke into the business. Who? Um, well, I can tell you, uh, uh, I'll try and try and keep as, uh, as possible, but... <laughs> When I was in a junior in high school, uh, yeah, that's kind of when I decided I wanted to coach. Um, Really? Yeah, it was. Um, I was on a pretty good path my junior in high school, and that all started. um, I was from a small town in Nebraska. Um, I broke my collarbone in football, so I had to sit out Mm. my junior year in football. and you know basketball pretty much starts right after football so we i the head basketball coach was one of the assistant football coaches so i just got to spend more time around that person and kind of see as he's doing through football he's developing basketball thoughts and ideas and that's kind of when i fell in love with the game um and probably more because i couldn't do football uh but Mm -hmm. Uh, that's when I fell in love with the game. I decided I was going to coach then and there. And I, what's crazy is back in the day, of course, I get to say that, uh, back in the day. <laughs> hey, it's a privilege to be able to say yeah. that. Uh, and, and right. in Nebraska, I don't get that. Yes. And in Nebraska, we had a, and I don't know if some of your listeners know what this is, but we had shop class. You know what shop class is? Yeah, you're talking about like wood and like carpentry. Yes. We had to take shop class. Uh, And so in shop class, I built a um, sheet metal kind of a toolboxy thing. And we had to, they, after we made this, um, our teacher, who knows why, but they did, and it's there. Um, 
had to be able to put a lock on it and you had to write down something that was going to happen in your future. So huh. for whatever reason, for whatever reason, um, I wrote down I was going to win a national championship as a coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, lo and behold, fast forward ever however many years, uh, my, well, I started it at Cal Poly Pomona in 2006. Or, excuse me. I'm Epic sorry, career. Sorry. Started, Before yeah, that. Started in Cal Poly in uh, 1990 and then became the head coach in 94 and then won a championship in 2001, 2000, 2001, I believe. Uh, so won back-to-back national championships. So... Hold on, you said that so 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 smoothly. I'm gonna run it up for you. That's back to back national championships, y'all. We talking, we we not talking about practice. Not practice. We talking about national championships, man. Hey, put some respect on that name, yeah. Paul. I, I'm gonna do it for you. I'm gonna do it for you. Well, it was, you know, when people say, well, it's, it's Division Two and. Uh, and my answer to that question always, you guys, is very simple. Um, the trophy they were hmm. given out at that time was the same exact trophy that they were giving to Division One schools, Division Three schools. Um, and so Uh-oh. that's what I told them. Yes, it was Division Two, but I got to hold that trophy above my head. Uh, and that was... and. <laughs> Here's, hey, Cole, wait, hey, Coach, was Tasha on Tasha that team? Tasha was on that team. <laughs> Tasha was on that team. Shout out to Tasha. Down. Tasha was she down Burnett. in Chafee, I believe. Tasha Burnett. Shout yes. out to Tasha at Chafee College, making things happen at Chafee yes. College. <laughs> she, hey, Coach, and, and, and Coach, while you were holding above your head, depending on your hand placement, it yes. could have said D1. <laughs> yes, it could have said. That's a very good point, my man. That's a very good point. Man, it, it, it's hard. National championships are just, it's a national yeah. championship. I don't care. At the college level, I, because so many things got to oh, go God. right. You know what I mean? From the health, from the chemistry, obviously the x's and o's there's big there's games you should have lost yes one you know what I mean? <laughs> right? it's so much that goes into it so i just have like uh, just the utmost respect and so you knock out yep two of them things at yep. Cal Poly. You, you, you end up down the road you elevate to saint mary's college and talk a little bit about your process and your style there because it's very unique we we talked it's very unique in terms of um, how you structure the game play and game flow yep. offensively. We, uh, and once again, some background and uh, my my days at Cal Poly Pomona, um, I spent 12 years as a head coach there and four as an assistant. So all 12 years of my being a head coach there, we were the press for 40 minutes didn't matter the score that was our style we were gonna that's what we did we pressed we pressed we pressed Mm -hmm. we pressed um so um myself uh and tasha came up to saint mary's and it was our big plan we were gonna press everybody in the west coast (laughs) we were gonna change the conference and make everybody adjust to us (laughs) 
<laughs> you know yeah. I laughed, Paul. You already yeah. know I laughed. So how did how did that go? How um, did that play out? Paul? It did not go as planned. <laughs> uh, you're and that's you just one. We did not have the personnel at that particular time to to run that style. So we probably only pressed for about the first six games the way I thought we should press. And then I said, okay, this isn't working and this can't work at this level. So we need to adjust. And that says something considering oh. you had had so much success over a decade yeah. one way. And you get there and after six games, you say, you know what? I'm big enough to say this no. ain't going to work right now. <laughs> uh, and then we get in. So then we adjusted. And early on, we, in fact, we've, I'll tell you right now, we've adjusted uh, three different times. We were doing a lot of, I felt mm-hmm. that at that time, uh, the first couple years, um, we ran a lot of sets. And so we had some plays. We were probably more play driven. Um, after that, um, we made an adjustment and we went to, we actually ran a lot of the Phoenix Sun stuff at the time. So the high on ball, we mm-hmm. did point two wings. You talking about from like, from like Nash years, the high on ball flank with the shooters. Okay. You know, the Smith sisters, we okay. had Dontel and Jazzy. And Jasmine. Um, yeah. We had Luella Tomlinson who was pretty skilled we had Ashley Smith Ashley Smith and Luella Tomlinson were our two post players and pretty skilled and uh wait didn't, didn't Luella lead the country in blocks she did actually she had the she had the record in the NCAA for game season and career until who came along Brittany Griner the Griner <laughs> yes yes <laughs> right okay gotcha that's so, right <laughs> Um, so we did that, and then we made an adjustment a couple years after. Um, and instead of the, uh, you know, the roll and rise, high on ball roll and rise, we thought, well, we could, for our, we added a couple more shooters at that time. So we moved the on ball to the side, and we ran what people are now calling the flow offense. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a continuous on ball. And we ran that for, ooh, eight nine ten years ten years and we're very successful with it uh, we i mean we won 20 games we've done very very well with that uh, and then so yep. so you need just so i'm clear no matter what you run in you want some good high iq players not saying everybody else not getting high iq players but you really we, want yep. high IQ players for what you can do so they can read, yeah. react within the structure and not just not, hammer out yeah, play. We stopped as soon as um, we didn't do too many plays at Pomona because we were pressing and we let them press and cre- defense created offense, that whole thing. And then we did, when a team did slow us down, we pretty much had something extremely simple we didn't do anything different so i never called out any type of uh unless it was after a timeout or something like that i didn't ever call anything right get to saint mary like situational if it wasn't situational there you go get to saint mary's first couple of years we do a bunch of set plays i'm calling out plays once we went to the high on ball and the side on ball motion um i haven't called out a play um for once again, you're talking 
this I'm going into year 15, you guys. And so I haven't called mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. the last 12 years. Now, I'll go back. Situational <laughs> end of clock. We may get it into a quick hitter or make sure we get the ball in the right person. But goal um, for this is for my team to understand what we need in time and score. So um, right there, we are, that's what we're looking to do. I want to take, they need, you high IQ is a must. Uh, and in fact, you right. can, if, if you're not a, a basketball thinker and a basketball responder, um, then, mm. then you're going to be, then your time's just going to be, you're going to have less opportunities out on the court. Mm-hmm. And can I, can I ask something? This is probably the first time we didn't ask this on the podcast. And we about 180 yeah. of, 180 of men. Right. right. <laughs> but this, no, for real. No, no, but I'm, but I'm curious. I just like to get into the mind of coaches. So coach, say it's a late game situation and say it's, 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 it's tied up and it's, 10 seconds to go and you but you have two timeouts you have two timeouts you're taking the ball on the side like I coming out of the timeout obviously you want to get the, the best shot but what is your thought process even going into the timeout like what are you thinking are you thinking man if they come out in this we may have to yep. call a second yes. timeout like generally okay. what do you think I'll take you right through it um we these are the things that we've worked on in practice so we go with a red and green red now, now, okay. In in college basketball, um, you get to advance the ball. Last minute, you get to advance the ball. Right. So let's in co- keep that right. in mind. Uh, red. Right. So we advanced it. So we at the half court. We're at the coach's line. Okay. Yeah, uh, Twenty-eight foot line. So. Okay. If 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 we're in red, um, red means we're calling a timeout, and we're going to advance the ball. So our players know. Okay. Let's say. Um, as you said, we're, if we're down, if we're down one and there's 10 seconds left and we have a timeout left, um, we are, we are going to, and the, and the reason they got ahead is because they made the free throw. We are going to be in red. That means all of our players know that we're going to call timeout. They all, all of them know that. And we're going to advance the ball. Once we get into our timeout, um, we probably have a, a selection of about six things. Um, it's probably really three things, but a variation on each of them on what's going to happen. So it's a, it's a, it's a set, it's an ATO, you know, an after timeout situation, um, uh-huh. we call, we, we call it Celtic and they know if, if, the defense is going to play this way. We're going to the second variation. So, so that's gotcha. we have our little three, four. So it's it's so it's like multiple yeah. things, and so that's why you but, need yeah. thinkers, right, and responders. But right? we're <laughs> but we're if we're in Celtic in that situation, you cannot go off and do your own thing off of Celtic. You can't be you cannot be gotcha. random because everybody else is doing what they're supposed to do. So you can't be random. Um, but if right. the defense, like let's say if the defense is denying option one to throw the ball inbounds, then the variation of that is to get the ball to option two. Um, and then the option right. one has, then they are, that changes Zerk. So yes, you have to be able to think, uh, 
and we try to practice those um and obviously during like in we would do this in june like we the end of the game situations we would spend you do them in june you start repping them out in june only the um like our junes are set up and and i'll and this is going to go back into the change part um so yes we do we do we'll start repping some of these things out in june it won't be this june obviously um it won't be this june because, right obviously uh, we only of covid because yeah, of covid yeah. anyway but on a normal right. june like this if there's being a normal june our june is set up our four hours is as we do individual individual team that's how we get our four hours in so it will be we okay. don't okay. spend four hours of team practice we don't do that i stopped doing that yeah. probably uh in fact we don't full practice if i'll say it like this um when we when we're in practice and full practice so when i say full practice every member of the team is there um then right. we're doing probably three on three four on four five on five we don't ever do it's everything gotcha. is competitive and with when the full team is there and and by the way let me add one and with conditioning because i didn't been up there hey by the way y'all paul t- yeah. you can't run <laughs> i'm telling y'all man look i ain't even talking about being athletic if you can't run no nope. you're not playing for paul I remember, look, hey, when you used to do them games to seven and say you couldn't score unless yeah. that ball went across half court and all five, and all five of y'all had crossed, man, John Till and Jasmine <laughs> was wearing my little teams yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They was wearing them. I was just like, all right. You know, I, I started adding it's, that every, every it's, year. If you want to do that, <laughs> I think it's I think that develops your culture when if you want to run and it develops. Uh, now, we don't have the fastest team. Um, we got a couple of people that are downright slow, um, uh, but, <laughs> but they are expected to run. As you said, we, you're expected to run, but I, but we're a fast breaking team. We're, are, we're trying to get mm-hmm. baskets and points off transitions. So, so we structured our practice completely different. Um, as I said, four or five mm-hmm. years ago, could even been longer than that. Um, we do an individual. We do individuals in small groups. So I'll give you a great example. Um, our practice slot is from one to three thirty. We Got will you. do on Mondays and Wednesdays. We will do, a, and I'm just using this as an example. But this is Mondays and Wednesdays. We will do a small group. So let's say we will take. We got 12 kids on our team. We're going to take six at one o'clock, six at one thirty. Okay. All 12 of them at two o'clock. And then we will prep. So we have a 30 minute small group slash individual from one to one thirty. That's group A. Group B comes in at one thirty to two to do the same thing. Um, o'clock, we will mm-hmm. full practice. So we'll go no more than 90 minutes. And we will go up and down. Wow. We will practice our full court stuff. We will practice press break. We will practice transition offense, transition defense. So we will spend that gotcha. entire time 
um, in some type of controlled scrimmage. Gotcha. And you guys are in what conference, yep. Coach? Just so people West have Coast. never heard of you. What conference, conference are you? And gotcha. we'll start, um, just so everybody knows, we'll start from the south and go north. So we have San Diego, uh, then we have LMU, then we have Pepperdine, Santa Clara, University Pacific, BYU, uh, Brigham Young University. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Santa Clara, San Francisco, mm-hmm. St. Mary's in the Bay Area. And then we have uh, University yes, of Portland yes, yes. and uh, Gonzaga in the Northwest. Got you. And you know what, Coach? Look, as you, as you bring them all up, and, and we want to talk about the difference of you guys, we're going we gonna to ask if we can – you know, get inside the pavilion and get you in on a little three-man full-court transition. <laughs> Absolutely. We go. All right, we're going in. I got myself, you, and we got Prentice. You know, I'm going to put you on the right wing. I'm going to put Prentice on the left wing. I'm tossing that ball up. I'm going to elevate. Yeah. I know I got bounce. I'm going to elevate and get the rebound. Right, I'm going <laughs> to pivot. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm going to kick it to Prentice. Prentice sees you flying down on the left side. Prentice, what you got? All right, Coach, do you, are you going in for the alley hoop or do you want to spot um, up? Well, is it today or is it 35 years ago? <laughs> hey, it's at your peak. It's at your peak, um, Coach. It's at your peak. I, I actually, yeah, it's, it's 35 okay, years. Yeah, I had some bounce too then, so yeah, let's do that. Uh, um, okay, okay. I, I, I would be able to catch it and, and dunk it. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. We don't know if it's a dunk yet. Oh. He got to throw it to oh, you yeah. first. Go ahead, Pete. I, I, Throw it up. Now, Coach, here you go. Can you talk to me and Cammy when we were recruits and why we should come play for you? Uh, yeah. Be- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I think because, first and foremost, because we have a phenomenal group of young ladies um, that are honest mm-hmm. and of high character. And I, I don't care if they can play or not. Um, I will always sell that first and foremost. And uh, Prentice, I will say this. If you dropped a $100 bill in our locker room um, at 8.30 a.m. Um, and all of our team went through there, one of them would pick it up and either put it aside and ask around whose $100 bill it was or they would bring it into the office and say, hey, I found this. They're not going to stuff it in their pocket. And... Uh, and go buy a new pair of shoes with it. Uh, so I think that's probably the best thing about our program. Uh, I think the second best thing about our program is uh, is the great staff. Um, you, you know, Allison Fastnack has been with me. She's going on year 10. Um, it's been 10, 10 years, years for Allison? She's going on year 10. Um, yep, we got a Bay Area kid that played at St. Mary's and has the West Coast Conference rebounding record, uh, Danielle Malden. Hey, that kid he played for me. Uh, and then <laughs> Heidi Heinz is a kid that played at USF and Davis, so she knows the Bay Area. And So that's the second thing. We have a phenomenal staff. That's why you would want to come and play. We got great kids. We got a, they're trustworthy, they're high character uh, and then the, I said the coaches, my staff are phenomenal as well. Uh, and then the playing part, uh, 
I think we do a great job of development. I'm not, and this is a major change. I used to be the king of drills. You gave me a situation. I I wanted to drill it first, um, Prentice and and Cameo, and then drill, drill, drill. Now um, we explain the situation and let the kids play through it and play through it and play through it. So we're not drill oriented. We're we're, um, decision making oriented. Uh, And so you're going to develop. You're going to develop and we're there to develop you not to teach you a play and run the play so um that, that that's how i would want to play um mm-hmm. awesome coach Ooh. love that <laughs> well coach you know what we really appreciate you coming on the ball like podcast i don't want to take up all your time well you're welcome i anything else that i can do for you you can give a shout out cameo finally got our numbers uh figured out Look, <laughs> look at all the years oh we didn't went God. back and forth, I right? Look. Out. I texted you probably two or three times and it wouldn't go through. And... <laughs> and you know what, Paul, man? One of the things I appreciate, man, you've always been consistent with me. You've always supported. You've always given me insight, uh, constructive criticism. My fresh faces, kids, to be able to come up there and sit with you. And I really want to tell you, I told you thank you personally, but I want to tell you thank you on there i appreciate all you're doing my man and wishing you well much thank success you prentice it's uh, great meeting you hopefully we get to do it face to face and uh hopefully uh we get to shake hands sometime in the near future worst case yeah. we'll bump i hear you i hear you <laughs> you got it all right, thank you thanks coach. guys thank you that was awesome, man. Paul is just Paul is Paul is great. There you guys have it. Uh, Paul Thomas, head women's basketball coach, St. Mary's College in the WCC, eight wins away from 500 for his career, two nas- two college national championships on the resume. You guys see how they go about their business. If you're lucky enough to get recruited by him, you at least know what they're about, and if it fits you, fits them. Hey, then y'all rock. And so with that being said, Pete, that's another episode in the books. I am your co-host Cameo Williams from Gyms in the Gym. I'm Prentice Bailey from Ball and Prep. Together you just rocked a fresh original episode of Ball and Gyms Podcast featuring Paul Thomas of St. Mary's College. We appreciate him. Yes. We ask that you guys continue to listen, continue to support, and share it with a friend. Thank you. Peace. Allah. <laughs>